Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Bought a Saab convertible thinking I was the fucking boy. I just fucking walked over and stand here and just buttered David May. I'm just going, oh my God, what's happening here? Obviously a few beers in me, I'm like, I went for them. I went, you fucking who do you think you are? Trying to degrade young lads to drink your piss. I was selling watches at the time. That was only on peanuts at Newcastle. But... Had this little sideline of selling snide watches <laughs> to the players. He's one of the scariest looking creatures you've ever seen. <laughs> and he's chasing me all around this prison gym on day two. He put about that much Tabasco sauce in the red wine. And I've just gone, bah, I've just fucking vomited everywhere instantly. And Griff's just got him in a headlock, uppercutting him like that. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Martin Sellers like that. Monday night gets sent off for throwing the head on my own captain live on Sky. Friday sentenced to a fucking jail team. Gentlemen, you all right, John? You all right, Chris? Yeah, I'm good. He's on his holidays already. Mm, he's checked out, hasn't he? Tired, man, tired. You're, you're off on your holidays soon, aren't you? I was just thinking if I, what, what I need packing. <laughs> oh, dear. You got your trunks? I actually need to go shopping. I go in about nine hours. <laughs> what do you need? Ballots, socks. Oh, don't need socks on holiday. No, you need some for when you wear your Converse at night. You know, just so they don't start pen and ink. You don't wear the... underpants, but you've always got socks on. The Converse are making the trip. Two new pair, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking bad, Chrissy, when what I go with jollies. Both white. <laughs> One eye top. What will you wear the high tops with? Eh? Huh? Shorts or jeans? Shorts. Just a guru, isn't he? Yeah, you know I'm a, a stylish guru. guy. I can't believe we're on about my fashion sense when he's sat here with that T-shirt on. What? And, well, it's a T-shirt or a vest. I'm just thinking how far up the up the arms and sleeves go. It's a bit small, isn't it? Fucking hell. It is a bit small. The thing is, you've lost weight as well, so what was oh. it like before? No, well, I only bought it yesterday. <laughs> I thought it would be an You bought that but yesterday? But, yeah. What, with the sleeves up there? Yeah, well... I didn't, I didn't really look at it proper. I just said, yeah, I'll have that one. Nice thought. Did you not think about getting a... Bigger size? Well, no, because it's an incentive for losing a bit more. So I'm always pushing myself. You are, Chris. Always See, pushing I go myself. The other way, me, I just get a four-birth four tent instead of a three. Think, <laughs> fuck it, I'll grow into it. <laughs> I'll tell you what we've not spoke about. Well, um, our charity game we had the other, the other oh, week. Oh, yeah. We oh, missed we the week, no. 
Um, good one, huh? Yeah, well, good to see uh, the lads turn up. Yeah, yeah. Andy Griffin. One of the match performance. Thank you. Oh, oh, you. I got the Snickers off the uh, off the, off the, the manager. Yeah. I'm not being funny, Ray, but after 15 minutes, I was speaking to Welshie, saying, "Look, you're gonna have to take him off. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking barbaric. He's gonna hurt someone." Yeah, because I think Tom Kennedy played for them, who ex Barnsley won it, mm. and you've absolutely. Not smashed him not on purpose he's just he just got no control yeah. of his body clumsy wasn't it yeah Boris yeah, Johnson it, 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 it weren't my I don't like I didn't like it charity game it's not my game you know I like getting stuck in me <laughs> not intense enough for you a few feathers like you've every, absolutely smashed him everybody's yeah. too relaxed yeah we, we went 1-0 up didn't we after about three minutes and I thought right this is where it changes this you know because it was a start like that and then as soon as the goal goes in it starts getting a little bit more competitive and uh, it's not been brought up yet. I don't I didn't get brought up on the day, but I made a crucial save at 1 0 with my legs through bodies. <laughs> it might have looked cumbersome, but it, it was actually a fucking very good, it was a De Gea esque yeah. feat. Yeah. I know he went on to win the game 15 4, but that save at 1 0 <laughs> probably kept us, that, that, that changed the whole complexion of the game. Well, thanks to everybody who come down. Yeah, yeah. Um, they do more of them, don't we? Yeah, yeah I think we do. Uh, got some money for the Go Again charity. Yeah. Thanks for them for organising everything. Um, but I tell you what, there's there's a few lads that could probably still David do Norris it. could still play oh, yeah. league football. I and he's getting, and Welsh, even, he's getting even more beautiful, isn't he, Dave? Yeah, you, you were a little bit uh, nervous in his company, Chris. You think? Yeah. Yeah, definitely, you, the chemistry's still there, I'll isn't tell you it? What yeah. spot is there? You were expecting to see him go in shower, didn't you? Oh, no, you I did. Got, Don't worry. Did shower? <laughs> <laughs> I was hanging around in corners. I was wondering why you were like so long. <laughs> I came back in three times. I forgot something. <laughs> <laughs> see you later, Dave. Dave, see you later. Dave. <laughs> Just looking down. Oh, Dave. Dave, Dave, Dave. <laughs> no, but yeah, thanks to everybody who come down to yeah, point the charity we'll and support we'll the game. We'll get some more of them going, eh? Yeah. I'm not playing left back again, though. Hard, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I was playing left wing and I weren't really helping <laughs> no. you, were I? I wasn't getting much help. No. <laughs> we got him, Johnny. Yep. I played the adult to rat role second half. Just loiter and just give us a ball and then I'll make things happen. Do the business. I don't think you took it serious as much as Steely, though. Luke Steele. Oh, he was, he was, he, very, he, he he was, he was annoyed with you for not coming out for the warm-up. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, where is he? <laughs> Good day. He scored actually, though, didn't he? Yeah, played well. Did. Yeah, seven assists I got. Seven. Yeah, that's just doubled. Seven assists, three for Steely as well. Created a lot of space as you well. Said, oh, you're classing as creating space. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking embarrassing. <laughs> it, honestly, right? I'm not, right, I know we have a bit of joke and that, but you were you were crap, wasn't it? <laughs> what? Like crap, <laughs> right? He, what? He, he almost fell over. Because they were a little bit of a dip with the linesman and runner. Dip, it were a, it were a trench. Caused a little bit of a, a, a turret. Is it a turret? I don't know. Turret. Trench. It were a trench. Caused a little bit of a trench. He went to look at a place, it's some. And he's gone to run and he's run off the pitch without realising and, and he almost <laughs> fell over, <laughs> running up and down. It was, I was just, because we came off, didn't we, middle of the first, halfway through the first half, it was just a pleasure seeing Matty and Chrissy linking up. York and Cole. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh Funny. dear. What else is happening? But on a serious note, crap. <laughs> oh, man, you, how can you be crapping, man, at match at the same time? Doesn't happen, does it? Matt Letizier, last week. Good one. Some yeah. great stories. Some great stories. Yeah. Interesting about the Hoddle thing, wasn't it? 
Yeah. Sad. Never meet your heroes. Mm. Well, as we've they heard say. that before, haven't we? Mm. <laughs> we've been on the receiving end of that one. What <laughs> 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 have we got this week? Um, Bradley Orr. Bradley Orr. It's a good one, this one. Yeah. I was with Brad, I think it was when he came back from Toronto. You know, he obviously speaks about it in there. It wasn't it wasn't that that long, but he's good mates with Andy Griffin, who we've also had on. Who should get? I don't think we quite, should, do you quite, think he'll come on again? Who Griff? Yeah. Do you not think we we didn't see the best of him? Yeah. Well, it, it, like, it, it was first one, wasn't it? Early yeah. Early. So we didn't know what route we were going to go and down. From did what we? we've heard so far, it's a, a creature, I think it was, <laughs> an animal. I, I thought I thought Brownie and Brad were going to have a scrap, to be honest. You know, off camera. That's one we're like, they hated me. No, they hated me more. No, they fucking hated me more. No, I'm telling you, they hated me more. <laughs> Two members of uh, the poll of the, the worst Blackburn team. Worst all-time 11. Mm. Who else can we get? We'll have to have a look, see who else is yeah, on it. see who else is in there. That'll be a good charity. Another reunion, yeah. <laughs> it'd have got in. If it have signed the fucking two years, it'd have got in. <laughs> Obviously, Tony Daly's just come out yeah. four days ago. On Patreon. And for all you another Patreons, good. another... B- Another lovely, bonzer. lovely man. He was a, a well-dressed yeah, man. Yeah, very well. Smartest dressed yet. Hundred percent. Yeah. Then I mean, I don't know where we got going in them jeans. It was spray on. I think he had Gareth Ains with us from the playoff final. <laughs> you had butter up before you got them on. <laughs> but yeah, very well respected as a fitness coach as well. Yeah. yeah. And obviously he speaks about it, but different to a lot of fitness coaches because he's played mm. well he's obviously played at a fucking very high level he played for England didn't he yeah but I keep going back to it but he were crap wasn't he <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he were crap <laughs> good though the um, the Graham Taylor stuff as well you know that that is just before my time of watching football as I a young man I can remember but I, I remember, remember all the turnip, turnip stuff, stuff. And, yeah on the front of the really on good. the front of the paper wasn't it yeah it was like you know like don't know how that it's like quite happens quite a lot now, don't it? When people superimpose faces onto something, yeah. This must have been revolutionary. The Graham Taylor's fucking head in a, in a turnip looked quite good. What do you reckon? What do you reckon you get, John? If like you were getting abuse, uh, what what veg, yeah, like, yeah, veg, <laughs> a food, uh, veg, or a character. Uh, <laughs> a character. I, mean, yeah. I think I'd be one of them, one of them like things. That looks Sully from Monsters Inc. I reckon. <laughs> looks a bit like that a big one. Is that the big blue one? I'm, I hope he's big. Butternut, <laughs> butternut squashes it. Looks a bit like a big penis. You know what I mean? I'll get it up. Yeah, butternut squash head. But all those uh, live show tickets. They're out, aren't they? They're out. Leeds tickets are out now as well. Selling fast, them buggers. So they are. Going like hotcakes. Um, yeah. So the link's on the uh, the Twitter page. So just go check that's, it out. That's the vegetable I've yeah, definitely put up. That's just the head as well. It's not the old body. <laughs> nice, actually, in a suit. <laughs> should we get him in? Oh, should we get him in? Underrated suit, the butternut squash. <laughs> Come on then, Bradley. By the way, Bridgie loves it. Anybody that we get on that he's played with, he's straight in there. He's fucking Ramo. He's a fucking beauty, isn't he? Mentioned uh, Tabasco sauce cocktail. Oh, yeah. Me wedding day, that. I can't. 
<laughs> what what, line what the Bridgie are the wife? Oh, no, I never knew. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, don't just done me a kipper. So I got your Volvo? It wasn't a Volvo, it was a Saab. You got Bought it. a Saab convertible thinking I was the fucking boy. <laughs> Where's this? No, I leased the Saab convertible. I was at Bristol, Bristol City. Leased the Saab convertible. But it looked navy blue when I got it. But when the sun came out, it went brown, like a two-tone car <laughs> <in> me. <laughs> so I all the lads were like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> you got a brown car, a brown day. convertible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'd, he, fucking, he just slaughtered me for it, Bridgie. He's a fucker, isn't he, man? Funny, man. What were in the cocktail, then? The cocktail. So the speeches were, like, just about to happen at the wedding. And he's like, look red wine glass of red wine he said come on you've got to have a bevy with us before like like go on then like line he's like it, we've just done in one we've done ours so i've gone like that Fuck, I'm thinking, oh my god he'd put about that much tabasco sauce in the red wine and i've just gone bah, i've just fucking vomited everywhere instantly just before your speech just before the wedding <laughs> speeches <laughs> It doesn't go away either, does it? It stays for fucking oh, ages. My mouth was just burning, not like, you know what? Imagine it went down the wife's dress. Sorry, love. Oh, Sorry. Papa done me. I mean, he was just laughing his bollocks off, Bridgie. <laughs> when Fez was on, Andy Fowler was in your youth team. Year below me, but yeah. My, like He was on about uh, a time when Kieran Dyer was trying to get. I think was he, were you all out on a Christmas do or something? Yeah. He was trying to get the youth team to yeah. drink a pint of piss or something. Yeah. Yeah, we were all, it was our, it was our Christmas um, party and all the reserve lads used to go on the, on the, on the party as well. Fucking <clears throat> having a great day. And um, Kieran's pissed in a pint glass. So there's a fucking big pint of piss and he's like rounding the young lads up saying, right, 500 quid, who's going to drink it? And cause we were all only on, peanuts at like i've i've clocked it late and there's a couple of, la of the lads actually Thinking contemplating it. it you know what i mean i think i'd have been knocking a few out to drink it myself so i've just fucking lost the plot like obviously a few beers in me i'm like i've went for them i went you fucking who do you think you are trying to degrade young lads to drink your piss because you've got a few quid and i've went for them how old were you at this point? I was like 19, 20. Right. You know what I mean? We were only, yeah, we were in the reserves. And I don't know if a couple of the lads were like trying to do it to get, you know, be part of the, yeah. in the, you know, the crowd or whatever. But I, I, ate, I ate shit like that. So I've just fucking flipped and went for them. And uh, Woody pulled me off. I was living with Woody at the time. Me and Griff lived with Woody, put us up for a couple of months because we had nowhere to live. And Woody's like got hold of me and pulled me off, and I'd gone. I was going to kill him. Would well, be funny if you landed one on him and then just drank the piss. <laughs> <laughs> and then took just the, went home. Took the money yeah. out of his wallet on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Give him his due. About four years, five years later, Mommy Stag do in Marbella, and there's about 80 of us. I had my granddad with me, my dad. There was loads of us, all my mates. And we're in um, forget the name of the big beach club anyway in the day and there uh, loads of champagnes coming over and we're all just beer drinkers you know what i mean and we're like that's that's not ours we've haven't ordered that time fucking and he's <laughs> like thinking you're gonna get yeah, the bill i think i'm gonna get lumbered with the bill <laughs> <laughs> and he went oh no it's off the gentleman over there and as i've looked when i've looked out, it was kieran dyer and his agent and i went over and he went look like 
that's on me. He said it's it's an apology for what for what I done back then, and I thought that fair, oh, not fair, fair play. play. Yeah, shook hands and stuff, and then uh, ends up playing with Keenan again years later. He signed for um, QPR, and uh, he was all he was all right then. You know what I mean? But was he I, one of them that when he was at Newcastle he just got caught up in young lad as well? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what he was? He was one of them fellas that. He'd like he'd let on to you one morning and then walk past you another morning. And I'm like a cocky cunt, and I I was like, what's what's that about? Depending on what mood he were in. Depending on what mood he were in, yeah. And I just thought he went. I just I just weren't having him. So I suppose like the piss thing was an excuse for me to mm. have a little pop at him. You know what I mean? But yeah. obviously he was a young lad at the time, probably himself. And what he done that day, sending all the drink over. I thought fair enough. You know what I mean? And an apology to go with it showed the sort of strength yeah. of him really unless you unless i'm gonna flip it unless you start oh fuck there's 80 of them bastards <laughs> yeah maybe so yeah we were all well on our way as well so. but um, no i thought uh, you know he, he went up in my estimations with the yeah. uh, i thought he that. came across well on thingy as well celebrity i could because i have this image in my head of him at newcastle being a bit like that. Yeah. And then on that, I thought, he's obviously changed a bit. Yeah. Not as I, I say. He'll have been quite young himself, though, will he still? Yeah, he'll still been, he will have been, yeah. yeah. He was brilliant. Like, he was a superstar, wasn't he? As, as, what, 19, yeah. 20? So, I don't know. Years later, when he signed for QPI, he was a different person. But at Newcastle, I thought he was a two. <laughs> Did yeah. you ever get involved in the paintball and were chopper? Yeah. Fez? Yeah. So, as I said, Woody, me and Griff are, are rent ran out and you know what Griff's like he's fucking laid back as they come in he so we had nowhere to live so Woody put us up for a couple of months and um Chops thought he was like a little bit of a, a joker and all that and they paintballed Woody's fence, uh, gate and put all egg like fucking 100 eggs along the top so when they opened all the eggs fucking yelled and the next day you know what Woody's like so Woody's like oh okay sound <laughs> so he's coming the next day Woody had a shite in his hand, and as Chopper's come in around the corner, he's just gone with a load of shit right in Chopper's face. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh, put yeah. the paint gun away. Uh, honestly, he just had a shite and just <laughs> right in his face. I, just, I, I, I remember Chopper like that in the shower, and there was just all like brown water oh, dripping no. off him. Uh, Kieran, put that pipe of piss away, mate. I'm yeah. going in big here. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking like looking back now, aren't like you know things like that don't happen, do they? But back then it did. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you end up at Newcastle? You, you, in the youth set up at Everton. Yeah. So so started at Everton from like a young age, and then when you come to like fourteen, it's schoolboy forms. You sign schoolboy school forms, isn't yeah. And um, at the time, my granddad was really close with Kenny Daglish. They were pals from around here, and he was the manager at Newcastle at the time. And he was like. Um, my dad didn't want me my dad wanted me out of Liverpool so I was going to be I was going to go on like trialling and stuff like that and for what reason were you get, were you knocking I don't know if I was going down like not the wrong, wrong path but my dad wasn't a bad player himself and um, I thought he's probably thought like the temptations that and the, the mistakes that I made he didn't want me to make so he, he, he sort of made that decision he said look like like if you're gonna have a go at this, have a go at it. You know, don't get distracted. And he was telling me all like little mistakes he'd made. So he wanted me out of the city. Yeah. And um, so at the time, as I say, my granddad was pals with 
with Taglish at the time. And he said, look, get him up here and uh, have a trial and stuff. So it was the six weeks uh, summer holidays. So I went up and, um, and had a six-week trial, but with the youth team. So the lads who were like 16, 17. So, um, and, and, done, and done well and, and loved it up there. Like, really loved it. So that's how it, so they went, right, look, we want you to sign if you, if you fancy it. And at the time, my dad was manager of um, Droylsden, no non-league. I think they were the one below the, the conference. So what I'd done, I used to train Tuesday, Thursday nights with Droylsden, with my dad and his team, the men. And then I'd be on the first train after school from Lime Street up to Newcastle. Be on the bench of a Saturday for the youth team and then play for my own age group on the Sunday and then train home. Done that for two years until I left school and then signed for them full time then. Training with the men at Drollsdale. I'd done it anyway because so mine and Joey Barton's dad played in the same our dads played in the same team. So from we were babies, like they used to let us join in the training. <laughs> so he'd be on one team and I'd be on the other. So it wasn't nothing new. Like we yeah. were used to it, you know what I mean? Was it a tough one at that age? You know, your dad saying, I want you out of Liverpool. Were you not like, fuck was. that, dad? Yeah, no, it was. It was tough because I didn't really want to leave Everton. I loved it, you know what I mean? All my mates there who I'd been with for years. I look back now and like, what a decision from, from my dad to make because it just fucking made me grow up instantly and toughened me up. And not, I don't mean tough, I just mean mentally where, you know, you're packing a bag at 14, getting on a train on your own. And um, to sort of, you know, learn your craft and, you know, discipline yourself. And as I say, it just set me up for everything that was to come, you know, in, in challenges, ups, downs, getting released, things like, you know, things that they, they sort of mould you, don't they? Mm. So, but no, there was, uh, that was the time when my mates, who I've got a fucking great group of mates who were, we're all still mates now. That was the time that they were all going out and having a little bevy on the street and, you know what I mean? And sneaking into town and stuff and it's just well, like you said that's what your dad set that's what your dad set it up for isn't it yeah. it's, it's exactly what my dad it. set it up for because i learned to discipline myself early yeah i knew i couldn't do that on a friday night when the lads were getting ready to go out i was on a train and um it sort of uh, re he sort of removed me from the environment without yeah. me knowing it at the time but i must say i loved it as well i didn't Helps, don't it? I didn't um, hold him in any sort of way, shape or form responsible for me not what I wanted to do it. Yeah. And I loved it, you know what I mean? I loved being on the on the bench for the youth team with the older lads and then playing for the um, my own age group on a Sunday. And and to be fair, 14 to 16, I had bad um, Osgood slatters and I, I probably struggled that time in my um, playing career. But everything that I'd done just set me in good stead moving forward, mm. attitude-wise and discipline-wise and... Um, as I say, it was a, it was a it was a shrewd move. Thing is, as well at that age, if you were struggling with injury and stuff, but let's say you'd stayed at Everton, then yeah. you might have found the distractions easier. Yeah, to, easy, yeah. do you know what I mean? But yeah. if you're out the way, that's it's not it. as bad. <clears throat> that's it. Well, you know, that that's exactly right. It, it was it was clever. From obviously, my mum was involved and and my granddad was involved as well in the decision, but it was clever. You know, like he he's fucking removed me from the environment and the temptation without me knowing it at the time. And I look back now and I just like, you know, I think, yeah, you know, like, what, what a move to, to make, really. And you're training Tuesday and Thursday, so you can't go out Tuesday and Thursday nights <laughs> for your pals either. So you've got Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Taking care of. You've only got two nights to get pissed, haven't you? And <laughs> yeah. Nick, nick a bird, isn't Exactly. That? <laughs> so. Just uh, Osgood Slatter's obviously, it's like a pain in your shins. 
You know, like yeah. growing pains. Growing pains. And obviously yeah. when you're running, it, it, it's horrendous. Yeah. They can't treat it, can they? Nah, you either got to rest it or play through it. And it, it, I struggled a little for a year, probably, performance-wise, mm. because of it. But as I say, in them two years, it just set me up mentally to, to become what I did. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Was it Alan Irvine? Alan when Irvine, you, When you yeah. left school? Alan Irvine, brilliant. Fascinating. Unbelievable. I, I, like, I, I still... I, I haven't texted him for a while, but... Even like, I remember playing in the uh, the playoff final, and or getting to the playoff final. I text him, him and him and Tommy Craig. Alan was my U T manager, and Tommy Craig was my reserve manager. Both jocks, both Glaswegians, and I just fucking, I owe them so much for. I I used to text them and look. I still can't thank you enough for everything that you've done for me. You know what I mean? Um, without them, I probably wouldn't have had a career in the game. They just instilled so much fucking discipline and attitude and morals and principles in me that stay with me now, still. Because he was our first team manager, Alan, but you can see why the young lads would, would need somebody like him. The only manager I've ever been scared of. Oh, I, I was terrified of him, mm. but loved him at yeah. the same time. Yeah, same, same. And what a coach as well. Yeah, he's You know, like all the, 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 you talk about like the fundamentals and the basics that you need to become a player fucking hell he, he you know what a coach he was in instilling them into you talked about that before I went distilling belief but fear at the same time it's a yeah quite an art it's an yeah. art yeah it is yeah it is so at what point did you you move up full time as soon as I left school at 16 right yeah so we were in like for the first six months they put us in a dormitory you know they used to train at Durham University in Newcastle we lived in a dormitory there fucking shite <laughs> hated it and then um, they knew it weren't working it was it was like inhumane really so um, they put inhumane. us inhumane yeah it was they put us in digs then and my, I, so I went in I went into digs with the family remember Graham Fenton yeah blonde hair yeah scored, he was a Geordie wasn't he scored the winning goal for Blackburn yeah. that lost Newcastle the league I went in with his mum and dad he'd done a poll in Newcastle the three most hated people up in northeast thing, fucking Bin Laden was number two. Saddam Hussein was three, and Graham Fenton was number one. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, so yeah, I went in with his mum and dad. <laughs> oh, honestly, um, they were brilliant, lovely people, but uh, fucking after that, so having roast dinners four nights a week. That's what they like, another another roast dinner. <laughs> I went to Al, I said, look, how are you going to have to get me out of here? I've gone like that. <laughs> Fucking every night roasting us for me tea. So um, I, uh, I moved out and I lived with uh, Brian Kerr and Gary Caldwell then. Moved in with them. So we had our own flat and we just used to split the rent. Who else was in the youth team that you were you were close with? Um, Shola Amiobi was a year above with Gary Caldwell, Brian Kerr, um, and then Mike, like Mike, Mike and Michael Chopra. Year below, Andy Farrell, people like that. Um, Remember yeah. I called Ant Parry? Yeah, yeah. He was, I think he was, was he your age? Or? Year above me. Yeah, because so, he was from like one of the villages around where I'm from. Well, did, was... you, did you hear the story about Ant? No. So we were in, we, so he was a local, he was from Durham, wasn't he? Merton, place Merton. called Merton, I think it was, yeah. But used to, that, that dormitory that I said we, we used to live in at Maiden Castle, he used to live 
in the in the in the dormitory. Now that was just for the lads who were from out of town. I used to think, what the fuck's he doing living here <laughs> when it's probably closer for him to go home. He loves the roast dinners, don't he? <laughs> That's <laughs> it, mate. But so he used to he was a good player, big hard bastard he was as well. And um the drugs testers come in one day and because he was injured, he picked the names out the hat for the drugs tests and picked his own name out and was on everything. He was on everything and um, he picked his own name out the hat. Club sent him to rehab on the like on the quiet and he, he was just fucked on the uh, on the gear and sold his story then to the to the to the newspapers and all that and that was the end of him. How old would you have been at this point? Youth teenage. Seven seventeen, eighteen, tops. Jesus. Good That's player bad as luck, well. isn't it? You're picking, picking your, your own, own name, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's like, it's like oh, fucking yeah. Pete Doherty. Oh, yeah, but it oh, wasn't no. just like a, you know, you know what, what, what's the, the performance and it was heroin that he was full of. He was he was bad on the gear and it great lad as well. Just always injured, you know what I mean? And um Did just, you know all this? I never knew, we never knew. That, that, that's what that's what I'm saying. We used to think, why is he living in on site when he's from five minutes around the corner? But the club knew and tried to like get him straight, you know, yeah. lit, you know, put him on site with everyone else and put him through rehab and all that. And then in the end, he was just that much fucked on the gear. He sold a story for, I don't know, 30, 40 grand. And next thing he's, n- n- he's never, never been seen, seen since. Um, but yeah, just a crazy, just a mad one. Who were, who were first team manager at that time while you were there? So when I first went up as a young lad, I said it was, um, Dag Leash and then Rude Hullick got the job then and after him it was Bobby Robson must have been great being around them players it was incredible because you know Solano's. at the time yeah Sol- Nobby Solano Shearer Kieran Dyer what a, Gary Speed and not Woodgate wow what a player you know what I mean nearly all of them you think will be good with the young lads coming through brilliant like you're, I know you're close with Griff Griff's not he's one of my best mates Never mind football. One of my best friends, yeah. you know what I mean? What a fella. All the likes of Absolute them. Absolute fucking weirdo. Oh, <laughs> what a strangest, what a mate. The strangest <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Some of the stories. I lived with him, didn't I, for, for a few years? Fucking round the bend. Nuts. <laughs> Horrible creature. But, but an absolute diamond yeah. as well. Yeah, he'd do out for you, wouldn't he? Horrible yeah. I don't know anybody who can find a, a bogey as well as Griff. You <laughs> oh, can find a bogey, bogey in anybody's that, nose. It's I remarkable, would, isn't it? I'd take a bogey. I come in one day because Griff was playing week in, week out at this point. And, you know, the way you've got to stay behind sometimes to do extra and stuff. So it comes in the flat one day and uh, he's asleep on the couch. First thing, I used to just go right at the fridge, wouldn't you? Goes into the fridge and there's a fucking turd that long <laughs> just on the top shelf in the fridge. And I'm like, are you for fucking real? We've what? got Olivia. This is our fridge. <laughs> fucking big log about that long on the top shelf. And when he went asleep, he's just like that laughing his head off. <laughs> I went, there's something fucking not right with you, mate. Sort that out, you know what I mean? <laughs> Honest to God. Somebody else's fridge. You can have that. It's not your own. That's what's me. Literally shit on your own doorstep. (laughs) You've shit in our fridge. (laughs) And and, and, and then he just was just laughing his head. I thought it was hilarious. (laughs) And to me, I just was fucking got off. (laughs) Just for that reaction of you opening the door. Yeah, just me opening the fridge. Because it was like one of them open plan shit holes that we were staying in. Couldn't that big. (laughs) Caterpillar cake on top. (laughs) 
honestly, top shelf. Come in another day. No, you're like in in your bathroom. You, you have like a glass like that for your toothbrush and all that, don't you? I've come in and my toothbrush and all that's gone, and there's a fucking big stand-up log about that big in my tooth in my toothbrush glass. What's, what's wrong like, with what's the matter? What's the matter with you, mate? This is one. This is one of your best mates. <laughs> he just, that's just the fucking plant pot. You've got to get some. There's got to be some substance there as well. Oh yeah, it, that's it. Like right. not nothing. Just a literally big log like that stood up. And, and he's playing every Saturday, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of his technique. Do you think he's squatted? Or do you think he's held it? Stop I don't knock. think he's bothered about yeah. holding it by the sounds of it. Like, yeah. Because he's not getting his arse in front of him, He's up one of them proper cavemen, you know, like, he probably like, hasn't even washed his hands. He's put uh, <laughs> as a sign he has to do as a caveman. But, but, you know, what a... You know him, don't yeah. you know him well. What a, what a fella, mate. Great. But, you know, around, the, around that time, like, the group of group of men that they had, like Gary Speed, what an example he used to set for... The young lads. I remember pre I used to love running pre-season. And fucking when I was with the first team for pre-season, you know, you get the lad fucking, don't you dare take off and all that. And he'd pull me to one side. He's never mind them. Like you're you're playing for your, your future here. Go and show them what you're about. Fucking take off. You know what I mean? And he said, I'll try and he said, I'll stay with you. He said, Never mind all them telling you Perfect. to you know, because you know what the the older pros are like. Yeah, you yeah. busy little cunt, don't yeah. you dare! And normally young lads do it as well. No, well, I would have. I'd, I'd go like that, or I would have. And then he used to pull you and said, "Take no notice." He said, "Because they'll they'll get their opportunity. You've got to go and fucking try and rip your opportunity off yeah. them." Just little things like that, you know, like that stay with you. But um, loads of great sort of examples, and even Shearer, fantastic with the young lads, like with myself personally. Like some Michael Chopra, young lads who were in and around the first team at the time, just brilliant with them. You know what I mean? Look back with like great memories and gratitude, really, for having the likes of them people around. What were chops like back then? Little cunt. In a good way, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, just like always up to something. But what a little, what a player, mate. Like as a young lad, his reputation was was frightening and he used to live up to it as well. I just, I don't know what happened. I don't know why he never kicked on to top. Like he had, he had a great career, but mm. I don't know why he was never top, top because as a young lad, he had, he had the lot. Nasty little fucker as well when he wanted to be. So you know I think I obviously played with him at Cardiff. I think what held him back were everything off the pitch. Yeah. He can't have been, he can't have been at three o'clock. He can't have been just thinking about football. No. No, that's that, that, yeah, spot on. I think, yeah, distractions off the pitch. He wasn't a big drinker or anything like that. Um, I don't know what, there was always something going on with mm. him, you know what I mean? Um, but as a young player, he was he was brilliant. One just couldn't was there about Griff, but I don't know if you'd have been there with Robert. Yeah, I was there. Were you training? I was there, yeah. And at the time, we used to get changed at the ground. Because it was when the it was on the the site of the the first team training ground now, but the building wasn't sort of done. So we used to get ch changed at St James's and then get the bus to the training ground and then bus back. And fucking Griff sat on the bus with a big ice pack on his fist, and Laurent Robert sat on the bus, <laughs> big ice pack on his eye. <laughs> <laughs> what was it over? 
fuck all. I just Griff. I don't think Griff fancied him as a fella. He was quite obnoxious, Robbie. You know, like wasn't like one of the lads. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. He used to like talk down to you and look at you like you, you you're not on my level. You shouldn't even be on on the pitch with me. And uh, Griff would never suffer any of that. And obviously, Griff was a right back. He was a left winger, so he was a little bit of a. Griff's just got up and fucking sparked him. <laughs> Were you playing in the game he got sent off? Yeah. Oh, the foot, the, 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 uh, the video. You seen that? Oh, you seen it? <laughs> with Villa? Were you living with him at that time yeah. as well? Yeah, he was me living together. And then, okay, it was at Walsall's ground, that. We were playing Aston Villa. It was at Walsall's. Villa's reserve used to play at Walsall. And it was just nothing. The lads, like, tackled it. Ryan and Moo. The kid's name was, never forget it. Tackle Griff and Griff, like, he's jumped up. Griff just jumped up and just flattened him. It was like out of no, nowhere. <laughs> it was like, it were, there were three or four quick punches, weren't there? <laughs> no. One punch flattened Ryan Amu. And that remember Mark Kinsella? Yeah. Like a senior pro. has just come legging it over like he's going to proper do Griff. And Griff just got him in a headlock, uppercutting him like that. <laughs> Oh, Mark and Sellers like that. <laughs> oh, I'm just, oh, he's just, I was just like, what's going on here? This fucking fella's round the bed. Just, and never even waited to, just walked off. <laughs> never even waited for the red well, card. Shit in the shower. Yeah. That's yeah. it, though, you said before, he's so laid back. The most laid back, placid fella you could ever meet, but has obviously just got a switch. A switch. <laughs> yeah. Not you right. You mentioned about watches before. Oh, yeah. Did All you right. just go through a spell of selling watches? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did he tell you that? Bridgie. Bridgie. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I used to sell snide watches. So, I had um, this fella who, who I've known for years, Ian, who's got love, great fella, a shipping firm. So, he used to do loads of business in China. And he'd come home with these catalogues, every single watch you can think of. And he could get them. Like, the best snide watches you've ever seen in your life and um, so I just I took the catalogue up and I think every single first team player used to buy them off me because I was selling watches at the time so I was only on peanuts at Newcastle but I had this little sideline of selling snide watches <laughs> to the players <laughs> shit is on 40 a week listen yeah. listen used to every single one of them used to have them and like you know like doing interviews all that like they're all my snides <laughs> <laughs> honest to god Looking great. I bet there were a few like bought them around Christmas, you know, for the wives. Yeah. yeah. Saving a yeah. few quid. Honestly. Wives, wives thinking that they used to not gonna get me used to sell fucking loads of them. And it was all to the the uh, the first team. And then obviously they'd buy them for the family and stuff like that. I had a good little side by Mrs. Shearer's walking around Newcastle like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's what I'm saying. Like, at the time, I did all the first team. I'm giving it the big one. I just think, you fucking bluff. You've got a hundred pound watch on you this day. <laughs> Turn it in. Bridgie <laughs> yeah. said that he hashtagged Fugazi. Fugazi or something. Fugazi. Uh, that's snide diamonds, aren't they? Fake diamonds. They're all big fucking... Remember the time when they all used to wear them Jacob... Yeah. Colin, oh, the Jacob and Colin. Jacob and things. Like a fucking big dinner plate on your wrist, wasn't it? <laughs> diamonds. Hundred quid. to sell them at hundred quid, yeah. <laughs> all walking around, fucking big dinner plates full of diamonds. Only cost them a hundred quid. I was getting them for a score, so I was like, You still got them now? <laughs> yeah. It's her birthday coming up. <laughs> Telling you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did there come to a point where you wanted to play football, though? First team football? Yeah, I mean... Were you captain at reserves? Yeah. 
but like so yeah, I w- I wanted to play. I went on loan on um I went on loan to Burnley. Stan Turner was the manager. And um I signed I think I signed a three month loan and I just got in the team after a couple of weeks. We played Millwall. Played Millwall away. And um I think we drew one one with Millwall away and had a good game. Played really well. I was a midfielder at the time, centre midfielder. So it was always gonna be tough at Newcastle because they had Speedo. Kieran, and then they, they paid like big money for Jermaine Jennings, who was the same mm, age as me, mm. who was brilliant as well. So it was tough. Um, they had Clarence Acuna, Chilean fella as well in, in that position. They had like four or five who it was quite, it was going to be nigh on impossible mm. for me to get anywhere near it. I was on the bench a few times and stuff and always training with them, but I wanted to play. And then um, we were playing West Ham, Burnley had West Ham, the next game, a Monday night game, and um, Bobby and some one of the lads got injured, and Bobby Robson called me, recalled me back from my loan spell, and I thought, oh, fucking great, I'm gonna get a chance here, and I was ne- never got near it. I just wished that I could have stayed at Burnley for the duration of my loan, but it wasn't to be. And then I was 21 at the time, I hadn't made my debut for Newcastle. I'd played a handful of games for Burnley, and I just knew that I needed to move on, yeah. really. So, yeah, and that's when I signed for Bristol then. Another quick break in play, gentlemen. Arriba! Arriba! <laughs> Andale! You signed up? Si, si. <laughs> have you been on the uh, the Mexican Netflix? Of course I have. Been watching Mexican Frankie and everything. Oh, because you've got the NordVPN, haven't you? Yeah. We've got another message from our friends at NordVPN. And as we advise you last week, John, that with, with NordVPN, you can you can jump over to, to Netflix in any other country, which is a bit cheaper. As we as we talked about, and you've been all over, haven't you? Well, I'm, I'm actually on holiday as we speak, uh, so I'm I'm watching stuff on holiday now. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been airbrushed into this video. <laughs> I'm watching it via Turkish VPN. Well, We've got an offer, Chrissy. We have, we have. You can get a 30 day free trial with the link, links in the description. We know VPN, and as we've talked about before, it's the number one VPN service that's out there. No, no buffering. That's the main, that's one of the big keys. We don't do that. You can jump over your geolocation anywhere in the world, watch them football games. Although there will be some football still in the, if you're really into watching football, there's still football going off right now. Obviously the Prem's finished and that, isn't it? But not just that, it's ultra secure as well. It bumps up all your security, military standard security from NordVPN. Secure all your passwords, your bank details, your locations, everything. It's essential, isn't it? Oh, especially this day and age. Mm. There's all kinds of stuff being bought on my... On my account, I don't know who's buying it. That's me, that. Is it? Yeah. There's some ripe fruit in here. <laughs> you well, still wearing that? All right, yeah. you that gimp mask. <laughs> Just because you had to. I've got it here if you want. You had to get a bit extra, didn't you? Around the front. <laughs> but yeah, that link's in the description. Secure all your passwords, secure all your bank details. It's a no brainer. Get involved and watch whatever you want. 30 day free trial available now with a link in the description. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss
Bristol City. There's a big City. difference at Burnley because obviously Stan Turner, we've heard a few things, old school. Proper old school, loved it. I was only there a month, but good like dressing room, like fucking Glenn Little. Glenn Little. Blakey, Robbie Blake. <laughs> yeah. You, you uh, weren't there when, when he had a, a new hour with um, David May. I was there. Yeah, that's another mad, some mad things, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the training pitch, doing shape, team shape. It wasn't even like, it's just a, a walkthrough. And David Mays piped up and said something to Stan. And Stan's like, what? And he's like, he's walking over. I'm thinking, man, let's fucking walk over. And Stan's in and just buttered David May. <laughs> I'm just going, oh, my God, what's happening here? Because Bobby doesn't do that. Fucking hell. I was just like, ah, oh, yeah. Fucking threw the head on him. I was like, <laughs> slipping all over. They had a pair of Reebok classics on, on the pitch. <laughs> slipping everywhere, trying to put him again. And I'm like, this is fucking nuts, this. But good. Nuts, but good. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. I'm fucking still laughing me bollocks off. Think, what's happening here? But uh, yeah, that was just like normal, I believe. You know what I mean? Um, brilliant, man. Great dressing room. Always a few big Brian Jensen. Chaddy? Were you there with Chaddy? Yeah. Luke Chadwick, character yeah. him as well, isn't he? I think that's when he said it came out of his shell, wasn't it? Yeah. I think the lads took him under his wing. Yeah. I couldn't believe went. it because, like, you're playing, a, like, the Millwall game. So we're on the bus back and all the lads used to park um, at one of the service stations around sort of Manchester way. And um, fucking, only, we only drew one all. So Stan stops the bus and they just loads of, loads of ale on, loads of bottles of wine for the staff. And um, he only used to drink Blue Wicked. Chaddy, blue, remember them blue WKDs, but like the big like litre bottles. <laughs> so I'm only a young, young lad still, and I'm like trying to like, I didn't really drink that at the time, so I'm having a couple of beers just to try and be part of the, the group. Fucking Chaddy's throwing these litre bottles at WKD, <laughs> big blue muzzy on them. <laughs> this is fucking some club, this. <laughs> But it, no, they were just great lads. As I say, I wish I could have stayed a bit longer, but it wasn't. Well, so he liked his watches. I'm just thinking that it's yeah. all adding up now because when I played with him at Norwich, he used to have the old Jacob and Co. Did he? So you must have saw this. No, I never. No, what? I never. Um, I don't think I saw. <laughs> I'm a bit, too, a bit too embarrassed at the time. I was a bit like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Look at catalogues. It's a two week turn. Just pick it. You'll be with you in two weeks. No, I don't think I sold it. This must have been real. From the no, it wasn't. No, definitely wasn't. No. Yeah. no. So were there any? Were there other clubs other than Bristol interested? Uh, yeah. Um, Leeds were like sort of interested and then it sort of fizzled out and then I went down and met um, Plymouth at the time. They were in League One but had just been promoted into the Championship. Where were Bristol at that time? League, League, no, League, League One. One. Yeah. And um, the Bristol, Bristol City thing come about, Brian Tinian got the player manager's job and he was pals with um, Peter Beardsley and Kenny Wharton who was like my coaches at Newcastle for a, for a spell. And they'd recommended me to Brian Tinian. And when I met him, it was like, it, 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 you know, it felt, it felt right. And that's how I ended up there. You went there as a midfielder? Yeah, centre midfielder, yeah. Yeah. And Brian Tinian was the player manager who was also a centre midfielder. And the fucking captain was the centre midfielder. I, I just, I, I went down to Bristol thinking, I've just pissed reserve team football as a midfielder. Like, for two years, I'm going to this and I'll be I'll be getting a move at Christmas and I just got the biggest wake-up call of my life I struggled like fuck really for probably 18 months 
Why do you think that is? Moving Don't away know. from home? No, no, not until I'd lived away from home. Yeah. I've, I've, I've never lived at home since I was 16, so I was 21 now. And um, I just thought I'd piss it because reserve team football had become too sort of... I'd, I'd, I'd gone beyond it, you know what I mean? I'd become too good for reserve team football. So I, in my head, I'm thinking, I'm not going to go down to League One. Absolutely Fucking cruise it. And I'll be getting a move by Christmas. And I struggled. The games were just passing me by. Too quick for me. Like, it was a totally different game. Well, reserve team football, as you know, yeah. it's not It's not real, is it? As competitive so, as it was back then, it's still not. It's not real. Here, it's it? not real. When you're not playing for points, it's not real. So... I got a, I got a, I got a shock to the system, and it was just by total chance. Um, my mate was the right back, Jamie Smith, who's Darren Moore's assistant now at Chef Wed. Good little player, some more. Jenny got injured, and they had no other right back. This was about eighteen months in, by the way. And I just got put, I just got put to right back by chance, and from there just never looked back. Really, at Bristol City, I mean, find it easy. Not easy, but a lot easier. Yeah. You know, where the game's in front of you and yeah, I just kicked on and that was that was just by just by luck, by total chance. Because if there was another fullback in the building at the time, I would never have got the opportunity yeah. to, to play there. You know, why little things go for you at times. That that was that went for me. It was boom boom down there where you're at? Yeah. Yeah. I used to, I think it was before I'd even met you. He says, you ask Bradley or who's his best centre-half partner, he'll tell, he'll tell you me. <laughs> so, so was he your best centre-half partner? No. <laughs> Definitely not. He went, went in the top fucking 20. I swear to God, he used to say that all. Because I used to no. wind him up about him being slow. I used yeah. to say, I'll beat you, boom, boom. Yeah. He was like, I'm telling you. No, you what he had, a, he, had a great, he had a great spell at Bristol City, though, where he was, he, he, he was brilliant, to be fair, for us. At League One level, you know what I mean? And then... Had a good, I think he had a good year in the championship as well, but he was a great lad. He great, is, he? Yeah, top lad. I still get on well now with, with Jay, you know what I mean? Still speak to him now and then. I was meant to go to his missus' uh, birthday party the weekend, but I blanked him and swerved. <laughs> <laughs> busy. Sorry, Jay. Busy. <laughs> he said he loved it down there, though, yeah. part of the world. It was great. It was, you know what? It was brilliant. And again, another, another fucking good dressing room. Uh, we, were a, we were a good, tight group, and it showed then on the pitch. When we started doing well, it coincided with having a good dressing room. Tell us the crack what you were saying about the game was on Monday night and then you in jail Friday. Yeah, so what happened the year previous, we had it, we were struggling at the time, and um, I think Gary Johnson had just come in as manager and we were on a terrible run from bottom of the league. So we had, so Lewis, who's the captain, Lewis Carey, he said, Look, we need, we need a night out. We're training Tuesday. Everyone were going out after training, so everyone, it's it's compulsory. So we goes out. And do you ever remember a lad who, he's like a Welsh international, pretty signed for us, Dave Partridge. Did you ever come across him? No. Played for Wales, but was a cock, like an East End Cockney. Great lad with a bevy in him, was a fucking different person. So we're on this team night out, and he's just gotten fucking scalloped and is causing murder everywhere we go. So... Cut a long story short, they ended up being a big fight and it was down to Big Parto and um, the doorman were just kicking them everywhere. So they ended up, I've tried to get in and basically stop the fight and ended up, they just ended up being a big mad fucking melee in this nightclub in Bristol. Dave Partridge, myself and Steve Brucher got, and got arrested and charged with a fray. So it went on for a year. So the Monday night game was away at Northampton. 
the month the game was Monday night, but the court case was Friday coming. So my head was all over the place. You know what I mean? So anyway, we're playing the game, and I was a moaning bastard anyway. And I'm fucking. There's a runner gone off me, or or in between me and Lewis, and he's screaming at me. I'm screaming at him, and he's like walking towards me. So I've just like buttered him. <laughs> my own captain, you know what I mean? <laughs> the referee, the referee's running over, and he's 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 just gone like that. Red. I'm going. Oh my! I've been sent off here for fucking butting me own, or putting away in a boat. It was like, and I was just. Ah, oh, I was like, what's happening here? So I'm in the dressing room and I just remember, fuck, it was, like it was before half time. I remember the lads coming in and John all slaughtered me, Lee, fucking let us down and all that. And just remember being, when they went out, I, I just, I was just sobbing. That was, fucking my head was gone, you know what I mean? So I went on, I went on the, um, it, was just like, it, was a, it was a live game on Sky as well. So I went on and gave an apology, my eye, but I was, you could see I'd been crying my eyes out. And then, um, the Friday, we're up in court and then got sentenced to the jail for this fucking... Were you expecting to? No. Got told to plead guilt. <laughs> Obviously, looking back now, I had legal, we had legal aid. And it was a mess, you know what I mean? But in my head, I'm thinking, I've been arrested for trying to stop a fight. Mm. And it was all on camera. Everything was all CCTV camera. Got arrested for trying to stop a fight a year ago. This legal aid fella just kept saying, yeah, just plead guilty and what we'll do, we'll make sure you'll just get like 20 hours, 25 hours tops of community service. And then you can just do that as and when, tied in with your training and all that. So I went to court on the day, my dad come down, my missus was there, well, outside. And I just remember them saying, yeah, you've, you've been, and you're sentenced to 28 days. And Dave Partridge was two months. And I was just like, get now. Like, you took your toothbrush? No, not, not, like as I say, I weren't expecting it. But you didn't ask Griff to bring it down for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking definitely not. I was good when I did, but uh, <laughs> fucking hell, that fucking jail cell was cleaner than Griff's bedroom. Mate, let me tell you. But yeah, just mad. So just a weird like. So that happened on the Monday night with Lewis, where live on. Do you Sky. think that had been a big part of it? You knew that this. Yeah, and it was lingering. Conscious. Not for one minute did I think. We would be, we would get sent to jail. You yeah. know what I mean? As I say, all along the legal represent the the, the lawyer. The, we ain't a lawyer, like a, a solicitor. So you know, he just kept saying twenty hours, twenty five hours tops of community service, and then we ended up with a jail sentence. <laughs> Did you sort it with a captain? Carey? Yeah, as, as one of them. Things I was close like with Lewis. You know, we were we were mates, and he's a great lad. And he, um, he on the on the bus on the way home, I was just like with the kit. Sat at the window, curtain round my head, and then he come up and like, let's have a word. And we we cleared the air then, you know what I mean? Instantly. I think even the gaffer knew that. It, that wasn't, don't get me wrong, I was a bad, terrible moaner in training on the pitch. But never to the point where I would want to like upset the, you know, the apple yeah. cart or the yeah. dressing room. I'd never want to be a bad egg. Anything like that. And I think they knew that, the lads, so... Yeah, that was just, that was cleared instantly, you know what I mean? So what was the yeah. crack then? You get the verdict, and then is it like... So yeah, fuck. get the verdict, goes down, I'm like, just sat there, and Steve Bruchett and Partridge were, were close, they were they were mates. So the three of us are sat there, and they're, th they're like, you know, what's going to happen here? Is it two, two of us are going to share a cell, and one of us, and I was just like, you two crack on, you know what I mean? You share your cell. I'm not like, I'm all right, I'm just going to get me a drown this, you know what I mean? And then I never forget it, that Dave Partridge's missus was pregnant and the lawyer come down and he said, look, 
I know the judge, I've just spoken to him. He said, I know that he's, you know, you might not want to hear this. He said, but so what has happened? Dave Partridge's missus lost the baby at seven months pregnant a week before. And she nearly died on the operating table herself. And the judge knew and he, he took it into account. And he said, look, he was getting a year and you two were getting six months each. He said, but he's like, he's taken what's happened in his family life into account and he's lessened the sentences by that much. I was just scratching my head, like thinking, fucking hell. Jesus. All I've done really is stop. told us 20 hours. Yeah. Told me 20 hours to plead guilty. Like I would have, because I'd seen all the camera, all the footage, I'm genuinely trying to stop a fight. I would have fought it. I would have yeah, stood a trial. Yeah. Because I would have won. But to get Partridge on the, the biggest charge that they could, which was an affray, they need, at the, you need three or more people to be involved in an affray charge. So that's why me and him ah. got brought into it. Having said that, Brucher's on camera. Fucking, I think he throws a bottle with a wheelie bin or something like that. But I'm genuinely like trying to play peacemaker. And I think I've thrown one punch because I've been clocked myself, you know what I mean? I feel like I've seen that video. It's Brooke, there, it's somewhere. Yeah. It's on it's out there, like, you know what I mean? Big Brooker Short. It was it? yeah, it was but so yeah, so I was just thinking, fucking hell. Being getting told all along community hours and then ends up with a prison sentence. And it was in the middle of the season as well. What's Look, the what's the out. protocol then once you Yeah. Like from the stand? Is you straight in pajamas and right down? Right right down into the olden cell. And then you're in one of them fucking you know, them prison vans with the that you see. That must have been a shock to the system. Shock to the system. It's nuts. Mad. You know, proper experience looking back now. Like, <laughs> it's just a funny experience. You I, know mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm all about experience. It's got cracking value. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was nuts. Uh, was it, did you find it all right inside for them couple yeah. of weeks? Yeah. So, funny, you know. So, so for the first night, I was on my own. And then um, there was like a gym screw. Fact that, like, works for the prison, but runs the gym. Yeah. And he knocks on the door. He said, look, I've had a phone call and we're going to like look after you, really. So rather than being locked up all day, you can train, but you can also like be in the gym. For What happens is every wing gets an hour a day in the gym. So every wing that was in, we could be in there as well and then just clean up at the end and all that, you know what I mean? So I was like, oh, great, you know, brilliant. So the, so the following day in the gym, and this is Pulley, his name is Mark Pullman, great fella, still speak to him now. At the time, so he goes to me, look, just do as you're told. Keep your head down, you'll be fine. Listen to me when I'm telling you stuff, just do it. And I'm like, of course, you know what I mean? I'm shitting my kecks in there, you know what I mean? So he comes to me and says, do me a favour, just go and tell him there on the treadmill. He's got five minutes to get dressed. Out of here, dressed, showered, and into the visiting room, or he's going to lose his visit. Mum and Dad have been sitting waiting for two hours for him. I was like, okay, goes up, this fella. I've got a photo of him, I'll show you. <laughs> Big fucking hair lip up there. And he's on the treadmill. So I go, excuse me, mate. Um, you've got five minutes to get dressed and then in the visiting room or you're going to lose your visit. And he was like, what visit? I said, oh, your mum and dad. I said, they've been there two hours and you're late. You've got to go. He fucking pushes the emergency stop button on the treadmill and just shouts, what did you say? I've just gone, oh, my God. <laughs> no one else in the gym. And I've looked around, pulley's gone. Not there. <laughs> and I went, I've, I've fucking shit me pants. And he starts walking towards me, shouting, what have you just said? 
So I'm like that now behind the bench. What have I said? What have I said? What have I said wrong? And he's like, you said my fucking... Starts running after me. So I'm ra- running around the gym. <laughs> the, blood, the blood has drained out of me. <laughs> fucking shouting pulley. We're like shouting for this fucking pulley. <laughs> so... It felt like for, like it felt like it was a five minute chase. It was probably ten seconds. <laughs> so fucking Pully comes running out and grabs hold of this. Name was Clarky. Gets hold of this Clarky, and he's going Clarky. I'm only having a laugh. Fucking take it easy and all that. So I'm shaking, and I'm going, "What's going on, mate? What's happening here? This is only day two, by the way. So I don't really know him." <laughs> and he always come in. He said, "I'm only having a fucking joke with you." I was like, "He said, Do you know what he's in for?" I was like. No, obviously I'm fucking. And he went, oh, he's doing like 35 years. He'll never get out of him. He, he fucking took the arms and legs and heads off his own mum and dad. And I'm like, you're fucking joking, aren't pull you? Pull it, pull it, pull it. <laughs> Come on, big I'm like, you're joking. And he went, no, he's like, that's the Swindon butcher. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what? Get me back in a room Fucking hair lip. Hair lip up there. <laughs> big. I'll show you the photo of him. I've just got this image of Sam Dingle. That's, <laughs> he's like a worse of Sam Dingle. And I'm like, you're joking, aren't you? And he went, no, no. He said, I'm only having a laugh, though. Don't worry, like, we've got him under control. And I'm like, oh, yeah. The mad cunt had done his own mum and dad in, put them in the freezer and went out to a rave, phoned the house and said, don't wait up, mum. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to be late tonight. He'd already done them in. And this fella's telling me to tell him that his mum and dad are in the waiting room <laughs> waiting for him oh I just I, well, what's happening here what's happening that was day two honestly it's great crack from Pully by the way isn't it? but Pully's like he, he, I've stayed in contact with Pully and we still laugh about it now and I'm thinking no that's not funny if he'd have had access to a dumbbell or anything you know you'd fuck that's what anything could have got, happened caught you like yeah now whether he was in you know on the it? joke, I don't know. I still don't know to this uh, day, but yeah. I don't know if he used to do it to like people, new people coming in all the time or what, I don't know. <laughs> but I just remember the blood draining out of me. I was like Lacky a fucking woman, jelly. Woman dads. <laughs> oh, honest to God. Listen, he's all over the internet. He used to get fan mail. He's all over the internet. Like, as I say, I'll show you the photo of him. He's one of the scariest looking creatures you've ever seen. <laughs> and he's chasing me all around this prison gym on day two. <laughs> Honest to God. <laughs> We've got a title there, haven't we? The Swindon Butcher. That was his nickname, the Swindon Butcher. <laughs> Honestly. Wow. You can just imagine Pully Way Walsy. Fresh meat today. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but you know when I've looked around and he's nowhere to be seen, just me and him in the gym. Wow. Okay, now talk about shit, my pants, mate. <laughs> Telling you, well, yeah, that was day two, but no, it was just a mad experience. How long did you do in total? 28 days, yeah. Oh, did you know, days. Started, uh, yeah, yeah. Ah, um, we got moved after a few and then went to more of a, like an open jail, which was horrible, full of fucking sex cases predominantly. It was horrible, but that was like you could like let yourself in and out of your cell type, but it was like a cat D jail or something, but yeah, so um. That was, I think it was around like the September time. As I say, the, the, the season was still going on, you know what I mean? Well, what are you thinking, like, football-wise? You're thinking, Gary Johnson's not far off just coming in? He'd only just come in. Do you know what saved us to be dead on it? Because he'd only just come in and I'd only just started playing fullback. Really, 
I would have been easy to sack. Mm. But what yeah. had happened was the club had just knocked a bid back from Norwich for, for Brucher for about half a million quid, which is at that time in League One was big money. So he was a he was an asset, really. Do you know what I mean? And um, they couldn't sack one without sacking the other. Yeah. So that's probably <laughs> saved me my job. Looking back now, think because yeah. I was like, I would have been easy to get rid of, really. Partridge the same because he wasn't pulling any trees up, but Brooks was on fire. And, and had you was... been given any any reassurances beforehand by the club saying? <laughs> to be worry. fair, Gary Johnson come in. Yeah, he come in and. Um, I'll never forget it. Like he, he sort of reassured us. Look, don't worry, it's yeah. happened. Your jobs are safe. Don't bear in mind this was a, this was a year, yeah. Uh, yeah. ago when it happened. So, yeah. you know, we're a year down the line now. You know what I mean? Yeah. If the butcher don't get you. You've still got a job. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just remember a fucking big, like relief, like a weight off. I felt like because I just thought I, we didn't know what was going on from the outside. Yeah. So uh, he come in like early on and said, look, don't worry, your jobs are safe and, you know, just get through this. And I think he shit himself when he come in and seen like the environment and he was like, fucking hell, this, this shouldn't, this shouldn't be happening. You know what I mean? Because he'd seen the video and all that. And uh, he knew I shouldn't, we certainly myself shouldn't have been in that situation. You know what I mean? So, when but you... I'll never forget the fact that he stood by us. Yeah. Because... If at the time I'd have got news that we'd have been sacked on top of, so going out and yeah, basically yeah. who's going to touch you yeah. then, you know what I mean? So with the reassurances, again, well, a sit down again when you, when you come back saying, right, lads, that's over with. Let's yeah. Sort, let's yeah. Let, remember get the, your head down, side out. I remember getting picked up and taken straight to Ashton Gate. And I remember my missus being there and he put like bacon sarnies on and all that, you know, and then had the talk, said, look, Now's the time to roll your sleeves up and, and basically make something of yourself, like put it behind you. And um, we went, I think we went on and won the league that year. Yeah. Well, it's clever from the club, but from them as well. Because <clears throat> you'd remember that. Them, I know, never forget I, it. As I say, like the fact that he come in and reassured you that your job was safe was massive because, you, you know, your mind's doing overtime thinking, fucking hell, Monday night gets sent off for throwing the head on my own captain live on sky friday sentenced to a fucking jail term for a fight basically that's what it was even though mm. it, i was only stopping it. it was for a fight it was for a brawl a pissed up brawl um so your mind's playing overtime and that reassurance was massive and it's just uh, uh, it's something that i'll never forget really at which point at what point were you uh were you like i'm a, I'm a right back now around that point around yeah. that time where I just come out like a man possessed, really. Fucking stopped, stopped every, stopped drinking. I just fucking proper got my head down. This is my position. And thought, right, you need to really fucking have a go now. And I was a right back then, and I just went. Yeah. I, I just I mean, went on a run of, I, th I think I scored six or seven that season from fullback, got promoted, and then the next season in the championship, team of the year. Scored another six or seven. Yeah. Um, had, I mean, six years at the club, and we've had, we had a few messages. Best, best right back they've they've seen at club. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I get that quite a bit, which is yeah. No, it's quite flatter than that. But looking back, the the, the the little incident that led to the 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 little stint in jail, 
made me. I was proud to ask that. Looking back now, obviously it was shit at the time, but so you come me. out, you change, your attitude were a bit different. Yeah. You'd stop going out, yeah. obviously. And... It made me. And um, as I say, like, no things that happen happen in your life for a reason. Look, obviously at the time I was devastated, but looking back now, I wouldn't change it for the world because it definitely um, spared me on. And, you know, as I say, I never look back really from, from the day I come out. It took me about three or four weeks to get back in the team. And then... Once I was in the side, I just kicked right on then, and we and we won things then. You know, we we won the we won, so we got promoted from League One. The following season, we fucking we should have won. We should have won the championship. We were top in March at Bristol City, and um, ends up getting to the playoff final. Got beaten the playoff final, and but you know at that time for a good two or three four year spell, I was probably. Without sound and big headed, the best right fullback outside of the Premier League mm. for a, for a good consistent spell. It's all thanks to Jamie McComb, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> it's all thanks to Big Boom Boom next to me covering me. Fucking <laughs> 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 great, isn't it? Whopper. How did the uh, how did the other two lads get on when they come out? No, they, um, I think Pato he was done. He was done at the club because. It was pretty without sound and like like he, he wasn't sort of um he, he wasn't an a um a regular anyway. You had McComb and Lewis who were the, the centre halves and they was in and out. Um and then Brooks, I think he went to Donny. I think he went to Doncaster from there. He struggled a little bit with injury Brooks to be fair. He got into a bit of bother, didn't he, as well? Again. With uh, Leroy, wasn't it? Oh. That was before the jail. Before. That, yeah, fucking hell. Can yeah. We talk about that on here. Yeah, I'll say yeah. What do you want to know? What happened? Yeah. Was it the races? Cheltenham yeah. races. We went to Cheltenham as a as a squad, and a great day at Cheltenham. And then we comes back to Bristol for a night out. Sound like bad piss heads here, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> it weren't actually. It weren't one of them clubs. Where, but anyway, Cheltenham well, races happens. comes back to to Bristol and we're all just sat round the full squad like in a circle in this in this bar it was like a Tuesday night so it wasn't busy and even though Brucher and Leroy played up front with one another they never really got on from what I could gather anyway and obviously there's a few drinks involved and Brucher said something to Leroy that was like out of order and Leroy said like what have you just said there? And he said, you heard. And Leroy went, did I, yeah? Did I hear right? And he went, yeah. And he said, get outside and um, give Brucher his jury. He's like, come on then. And he went outside. <laughs> and before Brucher could even like go like that to put his hands up, he'd been hit with about fucking three roundhouse kicks to the head. Leroy was some sort of fucking ninja. <laughs> Honestly, fucking Bruca was like getting hit with roundhouse kicks. Leroy was like something out of Street Fighter. <laughs> um, and then, to be fair, Leroy just pummeled him, battered him. He's a big lad, isn't he, Brooks? Brooks is like that, but Leroy's like quite little and stocky. 
And can just do mad roundhouses like where he jumps that high. It's even more impressive that he's been on the piss all day at Cheltenham. Yeah. If I, I think if I try a roundhouse after that, yeah. I'm fucking spinning around on my back. Well, the, the first, I mean, first thing you take your big ale house punch in it. So even think of doing a roundhouse <laughs> kick full of full of the ale. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but Leroy just pummeled him, and to, and then it was that much of a hide, and it had to get stopped. And Bruco wanted no more. What was that no mass. What, what was that atmosphere like on the Thursday morning? Great. <laughs> <laughs> Great. But uh, no, it was just, uh, to be fair, I think it, uh, you know, on the on the Thursday when we've gone back in, it, it, we had to have a sit down and it got got sorted out and they shook hands. And, you know, I think Leroy wasn't there much longer. He, he went on to bigger and better things then. Signed for Redden, didn't he? And, he got a rolling karate kid too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you. Da- Dal Sim. Nice to him. <laughs> what about McKindle? <sighs> plum pot, wasn't he? Absolute plum. Where did scheme. he go from? Yeah, the scheme was that after he left. Yeah. Was he planting the seeds at Bristol or was he just a weird just couldn't weird get me. He was just an odd character, wasn't he? I couldn't ever get my head around him. He used to come into Bristol City with a briefcase. And one day, we used to all think, what the fuck's in that briefcase? You know what I mean? And one day, one of the lads has cracked it, and all he had in it was a, a calculator. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. No pen, no paper, not just a calculator. <laughs> oh, I just, that, that just sums him up, an absolute bluff. You know what I mean? Like the kid on that, he was a fucking big businessman. And, but um, obviously, um, I'd left when... By the time the scheme come about, was he still at Bristol when the scheme was going? No, I don't think he was. But I'd signed for QPR, and I remember a few of the QPR lads saying, asking me what he was like as a lad, and I was just like, stay a million miles away from him. Unbeknownst to me, a few of them had already put a few quid in with him, and obviously, you know what happened at all. But yeah, just a fucking mad character. Is he just disappeared into the sunset? I, re- I remember seeing like videos of him fucking splashing, like spraying champagne or, or like one of them idiots thinking, fucking, what, what's all the lads were like, for, for, a, for a spell at QPR, a lot of the lads were actually getting paid monthly off him. But then it turned out to be a big fucking pyramid scheme, didn't it? And whoever was last in got fucked. I think the champagne, Oof. I think he had a bit of beef with Kieran Dyer a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, maybe. that's it, yeah. Kieran and sorted it out. Macca, that's on me, big yeah. yeah, Yeah, I, d- I don't know what happened to him. I, last I heard, I got told he was writing a book. Cheeky oh. cunt, yeah. <laughs> he he tried to book it down on a calculator. Book with a calculator. <laughs> All he can do is write boobies. Yeah. What were the crap with your cousin? Me cousin? Streaking. No, I had to say it was my cousin. Oh. Fucking hell. Yeah, it was my birthday. And all the la- all my mates, as I said, I've got a good yeah. tight group of mates that we've gone right through school together, you know what I mean? But I'm mates with these twins, identical twins, who are fucking nuts. Lunatics. Great lads, but round the bend. Don't, haven't got a clue about football. Not into football one bit. So, they come down to Bristol. It was my birthday, night out. And we so we're going to, Play, playing MK Dons, play. And then all my mates would stay over at mine and, and go out. And um, I remember being 
four nil. We 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 were winning four nil. About ten minutes to go, and the game stopped. And I'm like, what's happening here? And I've looked around, and here's me mate Ben, with fucking Superman thong on, <laughs> and like a Bristol City pull on that, just like that, all of nothing else on, <laughs> doing all like celebrations <laughs> all over the pitch. I've just gone, oh my god. <laughs> Next thing he's running over to me and I'm just thinking, what's he, what? And then he's just on me back, like jockeying me like that. All the crowd are booing him and all. I'm thinking, shit. He's got number, like number seven. I was number 17 at the time. Permanent marker on his back. Oh, 17. I'm thinking, for fuck's sake. So he's fucking legs it, jumps into the thing and then gets, gets collared by the stewards and they've got him and they're like giving him a four-year stadium ban and he's like... And sound, no problem. <laughs> Not into football, you know what I mean? But so we never got like properly nicked. I had to say, ah, oh, look, it was me cousin and like a bit of a prank, you know what I mean? And he got away with it. But um but yeah, he ended up on the pitch with just, just imagine your face when you turn Yeah. <laughs> honestly, oh my fucking god. Seven, <laughs> Seventeen all on his back. <laughs> Like permanent marker on his yeah. fucking Superman tongue on budgie smooth. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a good photo of him like that on me back, and I'm just looking. And he's like that whipping me like a jockey. <laughs> Get a finer out. Did uh, he? Did you? No, I never got fined. Yeah. No. Thankfully, we won. I think it yeah. would have been different if we were getting beat, but we were four 0 up. And um, to be fair, the gaffer just. He laughed it off. You know what I mean? Yeah. The thing is, he's obviously planned it, so there was a oh, risk. Oh, he's planned it. Yeah. Getting beat 4 Especially nil. if he doesn't like football, don't know anything about it. He's like, you're 4-0 down, he's like, I'll do it anyway. Planned it. You're like, oh, this is the, the last thing I need now. The day before, the day before, on the Friday, we're going for a bit of dinner. So I'm driving. One of my mates in the passenger seat and four of my mates in the back and he's in the boot. So <laughs> we pulls up and in where we were going... There's like a, um, a restaurant, like on the corner, but totally glass, you know, corner where people like sit in the window and quite, quite a posh restaurant with, but I'm parking by it. So as he gets out, he's screaming, help, help. <laughs> so I'm thinking, fucking hell, what's happening here? So he clicks the boot and he's got his kicks down. And a Mars bar stuck up his ass. <laughs> Help me! <laughs> All these people are eating the dinner. Looking, thinking, what's happening here? Looking <laughs> nuts. Did you the walk in the restaurant? <laughs> no, I had to just say, oh, but we can't go. We have to go somewhere else. He's always in the, in the booth thing and walking. I've got to be able to do something. Yeah, yeah, but he's just like pre, you know, pre-planning things. You know what I mean? But he's he's nuts. He went on. Remember the show Shipwrecked? Yeah. He, he, he auditioned and went on it and used the video of him on the pitch streaking. <laughs> that, that got him on the show, <laughs> shit. <right? laughs> Nuts. <laughs> yeah. He's still, he's still like that now. Still round the bend now. <laughs> Nuts. <laughs> When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.